The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Sunday, September 24th, you've got plans, Chicago. U.S. Women's National Team icon Megan Rapino will play the final match of her legendary career at Soldier Field. Kickoff for the farewell match is 4.30 p.m. Be a part of history. Get your tickets now at ussoccer.com slash tickets. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Friday's going great. You've made it to your weekend. Don't forget, we have all your Bears coverage this weekend. Uh, I'll be in Kansas City for the pregame show. And uh, we take your calls in the pregame shows. Black and Abdallah take your calls. I'll take your calls. I also take your calls at halftime. I'm, I was very, very impressed that everyone's catching on with this. This is a new thing. Thank you to Hard Rock Casino Northern Indiana and uh, the Hard Rock Hotline that we have established here for the halftime show and all the calls. Um, It's something new for a halftime show on a football radio network and NFL teams radio network. It's not usually done this way. We have uh, kind of innovated this, and I'm very proud of what we've done. We had full phone lines for halftime last week. People like to vent. You might get a call from a uh, guy from the northern suburbs on Sunday. Oh, yeah, Jesse in Northbrook? Well. Jesse in Northbrook won't be happy if, if that first half goes the way we might. We kind of think it will. So. Okay, so uh, you always keep that number in mind. We take your calls during our shows. We take your calls during our pre- and post-game shows, and we also do it at halftime. So you don't have to wait till after the game. Um, it is a final. The Cubs have won six nothing, right? The finals six nothing, and uh, David, David Ross can hold off the Wolves for one more day because he started Jared Young um, in a lineup that uh, David Kaplan this morning called a day after clinching lineup. Yet Jared Young homer. Jamison Tyon pitched well. Suzuki stayed hot. Sylvie, the Cubs are back. 80, 80 and seventy four now, a half game ahead of Miami for the third wild card spot. Of course, Miami plays tonight against Milwaukee. And uh, who knows? Maybe well, this will be the Milwaukee turning point. get cold now all yeah. of a sudden. That would, that would be bad. That would be that bad. That would be bad. Now you're be bad. rooting for Milwaukee, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, but you never know when th- these things can turn. It could be the start of something good in the final week here, or it's just one, a one-game respite and tomorrow they're bad again. You don't know. You just don't know. But they needed the win. They just needed it just to settle things down. A shutout. They don't have to use up their whole bullpen. So a solid effort against one of the worst teams in baseball, especially on the road. But it's still a win. Yeah, they, like they, they are fighting for that third spot now. And the Diamondbacks have – there are a couple games up on them. Yep. For the second spot because of all uh, those head-to-head games in Arizona and then losing two out of three to Pittsburgh. You talk about rooting for Milwaukee. In a few days, you can root for the White Sox. They host oh, the Diamondbacks coming up. Good luck. I know. I know. They're going to run Grandel out of the league in, a, in, in the next three days when they play. Anyway, yes, they're hanging on by a thread, that third wild-card spot. They lose the tiebreakers. So they need to finish a game ahead of Miami or Cincinnati, whoever. Off to a good start this week. I was very happy uh, for the Cubs fans today 
gave Chris Bryant the ovation he deserves. Yeah, for sure. Anytime uh, one of those guys comes back, they was deserve it. Was that the first it. time he had no, been? No, no, he's been back. He's been back. Oh, oh really? Yes. He, has he gotten an ovation? I think so. Are you sure that he played before on the north side? Okay, me, uh, like, now I'm thinking. Because I'm trying to think, what, did he return with San Francisco? Was he hurt when I, he was with Colorado? I could have swore he came back with San Francisco. Check that, Miller. I'm not positive now that you say it. Because, because yeah, obviously Colorado was here last year. I, I could have sworn he's had an ovation. I could be wrong, though. Because Javi hasn't been back yet. That I know. Yeah, I mean, like, there's mixed in, in the Twitch chat. There yeah, is. He came back in September of thought. 21 with yeah. the Giants. Yeah, don't question my Cubs acumen. He he was with the Giants and he was active. Yes, he yeah. played all three games okay. and actually played pretty well in all yeah. three all right, games. All right. But he is not with Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Right, so I guess that was still in the season where he was with the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. This, right. Look, this is good. And, and, and he did get a great standing ovation today. Absolutely. They deserve it every time they come back. And then you want to beat him. Yesterday, like I, I've told you, it's been a nice ride for me this whole season because it's been a surprise. Yeah, for sure. But not until Saturday was I angry. So Saturday against the Diamondbacks, yeah. I got angry. And then this whole week has been an anxious week. Yeah. And these games against the Pirates, the two games that they lost... Yesterday's game, I was pissed off the entire game. Or more, I was more sad yesterday because it was like early in the game, they couldn't hit. And then they start hitting. And then once they started playing catch up, <laughs> then the bullpen would just yeah. give it back every single inning. And in between your gold glove shortstop and gold glove left fielder drop balls. It was crazy. First game that I thought they really played tight yesterday. So it was nice to get an easy one today. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they should sweep Colorado, but they oh, should have yeah. beaten Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. so. And they should have won some games against the Diamondbacks. But it's a reminder, none of these teams in this area are are great. They're just good. They're not great. Miami, Cubs, Cincinnati, they're all just good. We've been very bearsy, and and I want to play you Doug here in a minute. But w- quick question. Yeah. If the Cubs don't make it to the postseason... Considering what were they four games up at, on on the wild card that's about right. at yeah. one time, and and where they've been, would you consider this a choke? Yes, I would. I didn't have to pause on that one. I thought you were going to ask, would you consider it a good season? That is a relative thing, but because of the way it's going, it would be a choke. And I don't know if I'd consider it a good season. I mean, we're really comparing ourselves to the Miami Marlins these days, so. Um, I, I would say, yes, it would be a choke. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even have to pause on that one because you've built up this lead. You played good baseball, and then you just give it back at the most important time, and you give it back by not getting beat, but by giving it away a lot of times. Yes. Just terrible offensive approaches in certain moments, bad fielding, uh, uh, giveaway innings uh, uh, late in games. So, yeah, no, that's a choke. So they needed this one. And, and then, like, you mentioned Suzuki, too. I got to give Seiya a lot of credit because yeah. I've been very hard on him all all year. Yeah, you've texted with me. Like, yeah, what the and, hell? And he, he had not for a year and a half really been, other than a couple of hot streaks, been the player that I always wanted him to be. Um, since the benching, when David Ross benched him at that one point, Remember Madrigal gives it was it Madrigal gave him the ball or was it the vice versa when he gave Madrigal the ball? No, I can't There's remember. that cute little moment on the yeah. in the dugout. And since like that moment and then he comes back, 
He's hit the crap out of the ball. Yeah, two, and he's been there one of their most consistent offensive players since then. Yeah, as I can look up the numbers since that benching, but um, and they're really good. 280 now, 20 homers, over 70 ribbies. Not all-star necessarily MVP status, but considering where he was, yes. it's kind of like he was just a body for a while. He's just a guy, right? What, what's his OPS for, kind of for the money? year now? Uh, I don't know the OPS. 280, 20 homers, over 70 ribbies. I'd have to, let me just I think he's up. around 800 now. And for yeah. most of the year, he was like right. in I the think, low 700s. Right. I think you're which, right. Like, uh, give me that. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Oh, yeah. You want 800 or above. Yeah. Especially right. for what he's making. He's eating up a lot of salary. You need 800 or above. Let's see. It's now. It was oh, it was 824 going into that's the day. Great. He went three for four. I have no Give, problem yeah, with that. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I expect. Right. And, and like, what his second half numbers have been have been great. This is the like so I much respect to him for turning it around for sure. Uh, Jesse Rogers and his baseball conversation brought to you by your Chicagoland Toyota Dealer Association. Toyota, let's go places. I drive the Rav Four. Wilbon even texted me about the uh, the Highlander. I got to check oh, really? up to see if he finalized that deal. Yeah, I got a text from some guys golfing in Arizona. They're like, "Hey, Jesse." We just had dinner with Mike Wilbon. He mentioned you or something like that. Oh, really? He's, he's dropping your yeah, name. Yeah, I know. He's like, they had Look a great you. time. Or my buddies dropped my, whatever it was, but they had a great time with him. All he's right. just having dinner with random guys golfing in Arizona. It's hilarious. It's awesome. All right. Uh, if you want to talk baseball or Bears or NFL, 312-332-3776. Uh, we always, uh, before the show on Fridays, talk to Doug Kazarian. Make sure that uh, the phone line is good out in Vegas. Uh, and uh, he's been red hot, so you should pay attention to this. He joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. I was telling him that I'm taking the family to the Bears Chiefs game, and I wanted to know can the Bears cover this 12 and a half point number? Yes, I, I do think it's one of those games. And, and like anything, each game takes a different sort of vibe and flow, right? Chiefs coming off a big win just because they had lost the opener, so they were not going down 0 and 2. Get the big win at Jacksonville, supposed AFC contender. And I think they're going to sleepwalk a little bit against this Bears team. I think Bears going to get some garbage points at the end. Backdoor cover is going to be wide open. Justin Fields is coming through that door. And, and with these types of things, and you talk to former players, and Jesse, I'm sure you can talk to this in, in baseball or whoever, it's just no one treats the regular season like the postseason, right? Peyton Manning's the only guy. We have that image of him in the hot tub with the helmet on, looking at an iPad. Guys are not going to prepare for the Bears' offense like they would these dual-thread quarterbacks in the playoffs. So Fields is going to eat them alive if it's a lopsided score, and I think the back door is going to be wide open. The only thing I worry about is Kansas City bubbling at the surface with their offense. Like They didn't perform well the first two weeks. At some point, they will, and it could be this one. I mean, if they put up 40-plus or something, they might cover that big spread, Doug. No, there's no doubt, and the Bears may be just that bad, but mm-hmm. I just think what the Chiefs usually do, like if there's a peak and valley to things, I think last week, big win holding on at the end is a really big win for the Chiefs. And I think they have the, you know, they have, they have two straight road games on deck with the Jets and Vikings, obviously no Aaron Rodgers, but I think this Bears team is going to sneak up on them a little bit. I think the Bears can put up some points here. I can buy that. I can buy that. Uh, what about, uh, Doug, the other two games in the division? Um, a very, two very interesting games, I think, with 
Both the Packers and the Lions hosting uh, NFC South opponents. The Saints are in Green Bay for Green Bay's uh, home opener. And Detroit's at home against an Atlanta team that's intriguing. So how do you see these two games? I like the Packers. I don't think they're a great team, but I think home opener, Saints, short week off a win. The Saints offense is pretty pedestrian, all things considered. You have back-to-back road games for New Orleans offense. That is not that potent, all things considered. So I like the Pack a decent amount. And the other one, I lean to the Lions. I was actually on Seattle last week. I told everyone to be careful with Detroit. But you have the Falcons, as they say, fat and happy, 2-0, and coming into Detroit off a loss. I think Detroit's a really good buy-low spot this week. So I like both short home favorites here. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I like Detroit a lot. I I, I uh, that Seattle. I, I was it you? I think who told look, told us about a lookout for the over in that Seattle Detroit game because yep. that one uh-huh. hit. Yeah, I mean, so you you've been good with some of your plays here. I'm, with, so I'm with you on no, Seattle. I'm with you. I've on, been hot. I'm with you on New Orleans. I mean, uh, as well. I think that G- Green Bay at home makes the difference. I'm surprised that that line's only one. Like that feels like a, I know, it should I'm be really a field, surprised. Yeah, it should be a field goal game. It does surprise me for sure. But a lot of this is power rating determined, right? So if a team has looked good or the Saints, whatever, um, that number does feel off. Although the Packers were lucky to get back into that game last week. Maybe lucky is a strong word. But, you know, they were banged up and they snuck back in um, at at the end. So I I just – I don't know if both – I don't know if the Packers or Falcons and the other games can play four full quarters. That would be my concern from a Packers standpoint. What about uh, these two teams who are desperate of a win? The Vikings and Chargers both can score. Um, both uh, have been on wrong ends of closer games. Who do you like here? Yeah, it's an, it's an absolute stay away. There's a couple teams over the years that have just been such a headache, and you kind of, it's, you know, you just want to quit them. And you can't. <laughs> and, and it's ironically both of these teams, right? We, we knew there'd be regression with the Vikings this year because they were amazing last year in one-score games. I just can't get behind this Chargers thing. I, I think Brad, Brandon Staley's a poor coach. Going into the season, I thought him or Dennis Allen would be the first coaches fired. And I stand by that. I, I, even though the Saints got the win and they're going to eke out these close wins, I just think that the leash is so short in New Orleans. But... Staley has a bad rap, too. I, I think his days are numbered if he doesn't get this thing turned around. I would lean to the Chargers, but I got no firm play. Yeah, here's my theory. I lean to the Chargers as well. They have a stable quarterback who's going to be there for a long time. It feels like Minnesota's teetering on Tankathon, you know, and Kirk Cousins may not be long there. That That's just my feeling. Right. Like, well, one or two more losses, and they're in tank mode, where that's not going to happen with the Chargers. No, and then I feel like the Chargers are desperate. I will just say this. Why Herbert's like a road scholar, basically, and he's, he shows his intelligence during the game, and it's, it's there. It's apparent. He will, like, two plays later do something so stupid and, like, <laughs> chuck it away and get intentional grounding. It's just, I don't know if there's a glitch or whatever, but it does sort of seem funny that this, this, this you know, brilliant guy can do something so bad. Doug Kazarian joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Jesse's in for Waddle on ESPN 1000. Before uh, we get to college, because I know you're chomping at the bit, any other (laughs) big play you've got in the NFL? Yes. I would be very careful using the Ravens in a survivor pool. I like the Colts plus the eight. I, I really like the Colts first half, though. I think this has all the makings of the Colts having a lead at halftime. Ravens, we know what they do. They win the big games. 
especially when they're short underdogs, but then lose or at least play with their food against the big favorites. Ravens just come off the big win over Cincinnati on the road. Next week, they're at the dog pound. So this is a classic sandwich spot, and you're giving me Gardner Minshew, who I hope plays over a touchdown. I'll take the lowly Colts, who aren't that bad. They just whacked the Texans in Houston. I think the Colts plus eight is the right side here, and I really like them first half. I think they have a halftime lead. Okay, I, I like that play. I against the grain there. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go to the college uh, slate. It, it's as good of a college slate as we've had in a while. Which one are you going to first? Okay, none of those games. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, which I like because they all pay the same. <laughs> they all cash the same. So I will say I do like Notre Dame a little bit. I know Sharp Money came in on the Irish plus three and a half, pushed that number to three. So I do like that game. Um, UCLA, Utah, I do like the over a little bit. And uh, same with Oregon State, Wazoo. Now, those aren't the big games, but at least they're teams you've heard of as opposed to the ones I'm going to list. So we all saw Colorado, Colorado State. We talk about this all the time. I just talked about with the Ravens and the sandwich spot. This has a flat Colorado State performance written all over it. Middle Tennessee's laying three at home. This was two earlier in the week. It got bet up to three. I think CSU is going to be have the gas tank on empty. I'm laying it with Middle Tennessee. I don't think Colorado State shows up. That's actually a great call in terms of just the feel and vibe. Like I don't, I don't know that program in, in January, but it, like Letdown City is is definitely possible there. Oh, it was a game of the week, double overtime, yeah. rival, war of words, all of this stuff, and now they got to fly to Tennessee, and you know they're not, they're going to be it's going to be twenty one nothing before you know it, in my opinion. Now, obviously, these games still have to be played out and all that good stuff, but I uh, it feels like I don't I can't name me one player on Middle Tennessee, but I'm laying the free. Conversely, <laughs> what, is, what is that? What is that overtime? And, and hype win do for Colorado going on the road to Oregon? Because you know that's what anybody listening wants yeah, to know no, about. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a fascinating handicap. And, and, and this goes for the Colorado State game as well. Like, early on, it's different than if this happens end of October, right? And a, and a team just completely decimated with energy and stuff like that. I think these, I mean, they're, they're athletes, they're young kids, they should be fine, but it's the mental angst. Mm-hmm. So I, you saw how tired that team was i just think they're fried from like big win at tcu then the nebraska they were flat to start and come back and cover this and then the big war of words losing hunter i i mean i think it could get ugly but the other part of me is i think they might hang around for a quarter quarter and a half and that's a live bet like minus 14 and a half i think i think you're gonna get a better price than 21 in that game if you like the Oregon side. I think the Ducks can roll them. And remember, they probably now recruit from the same areas now that CU has arrived. Neon and Oregon probably both tap it into that SoCal, NorCal talent sort of factory. I think if the game's late, Oregon might have to put it on them a couple scores just to uh, maybe help the recruiting angle. What about uh, Ole Miss in Alabama? Uh, there We have one diehard. Well, you, you know who he is. Uh, Adam Abdallah used to call you all the time. Um, uh, and he, he loves Bama, but he's very realistic and sometimes pessimistic about his Bama team. He thinks this is the year that Ole Miss gets him. Do you agree? 
Well, I was on Ole Miss heavy last year, money line and plus 11 and a half. They had them. They had them where they wanted them. They covered, but they didn't win. I, the sky is not falling, you know. Settle down, Tuscaloosa. But I, I do think there's a contrarian play here with Bama, but um, there's sharp money came in on Ole Miss plus plus the eight or seven or whatever it moved to. I, I'm i staying away. The, the Ole Miss side looks too logical, given what we've just seen from Bama the last couple of weeks, but Make no mistake, Texas made play after play after play. Big bombs. Like, I, does Ole Miss have the, you know, intestinal fortitude to go into Bryant Denny Stadium and hang with that crowd for four quarters and keep it within a score? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get in front of that train. There's, there's other things on the card that can, easier ways to make money in my eyes. I got one more for you, Doug. It's it's near and dear to my heart. Local game, only really big Big Ten game. My daughter's coming home from Iowa City. We're going to order some Buffalo Wild Wings Saturday night. Can they go to uh, Penn State and upset the the Nittany Lions there? I mean, I have my doubts, but tell me, I have a I have a shot. Well, don't you, didn't you hear Brian Ferentz talk about where they can kiss his rear or something like that in the post game? Yeah, that's right. I, I think they keep it inside the number. But I well, don't think they have a shot at, at winning. That's something at least. But I, Penn State's really yeah, good and, and they're, they're good at home. Those are my old stopping grounds. I yeah. used to my first TV market was Quad City, so I used to cover the Hawkeyes for four glorious years. I'm about Ferentz was still coaching then. That's how uh, long that Brian was playing back then. But I I do think this high Iowa team's okay. They can keep it inside the number. I think they were better in years past. But I do like do like Iowa in that game. Couple other games elsewhere in the Big Ten. I do like Maryland at Sparty. I'm gonna continue to fade. Michigan State with what's going on out there. So I'll lay it with Maryland, although they, man, they make things tough after that first half last two weeks. But I'll lay it. I like Rutgers in the points, 24 at the big house. I'll take them. I'll lay 35 with USC as well. Wow. Uh, that should be Arizona State bad, man. I, and I've been betting against USC. Uh, I think the Trojans really open up a can in that one. I love it. Doug, uh, keep on winning. This is uh, good, great stuff. We appreciate what you do, and uh, have a great weekend, okay? Thanks, Doug. You too, fellas. Good catch up with you, Jesse. Take care, guys. You got it. There you go. There's Doug Kazarian. Uh, so we've got those plays, and we have Like It, Love It coming up. Also, the Cubs have just made an announcement. Wait till you hear who they're announcing who is going to start for them tomorrow against the Rockies. We'll give you that announcement coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You want to give the news on uh, what the Cubs are doing? Quite the uh, season arc for this guy, but the Cubs are going to put Marcus Stroman back in the rotation, and he starts tomorrow's game against the Rockies. It was only a few weeks ago. We didn't know if he'd even return this season. He comes back, looks pretty good in the bullpen, and now he's going to start. This will give Jordan Wicks an extra day, assuming he does stay in the rotation and start Sunday. So they're kind of mixing and matching here. I got to give Stroman credit. He's a good enough athlete that he was able to return from all this other stuff and fit right into the bullpen and go right into this rotation. Now, I don't know if he'll be effective tomorrow. We'll find out. But I feel like the way he handles himself and his body and his athleticism has allowed him to have this kind of an arc. So hopefully it's like Marcus Stroman, yeah, 2.0, because 
1.0 was pretty good. Then he kind of faltered a little bit. Right. Got injured. Now he's back. Um, I don't doubt it. The guy knows how to pitch. So let's see if he has his A, a stuff tomorrow. So it's quite the He's always been a gamer. Yeah, 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 he's kind of a gamer. So we'll see. Nice win today. They're back in the mix. Let's see if it, it continues all weekend. It's his first start since July 31st. Yeah, remember, he was going bad for a while. He was going really bad since the London game. Yeah, so a lot of us in the media, we're wondering, like everyone else, like, is he going to opt in or is he going to opt out? He'll get more security if he opts out, but it's not going to be the big contract he may have thought, though, who knows what this final week in the playoffs, you know, he can recoup some value, recoup some value there. So we'll see. Uh, all right. So Marcus Stroman starts for the Cubs tomorrow. Now let's get to like it, love it. I like it. I love it. Just a little taste of it. We like one that we love, one uh, that we just uh, feel okay about and we taste. And uh, you get three points for your love. You get two points for your like. One point for a taste. How'd everyone do last week, Tyler? Last week, Meller was the top dog. He had five points. Sylvie, you were right behind him with four. Wait a minute. I thought I, I, thought I went three for three. No, you had Atlanta minus one and a half. Oh. And it was one. <laughs> I was right there with oh, you, Oh, you too. got burned by the hook. And conversely, Meller had Green Bay plus one and a half. So Huge swing game, baby. Wow. Of that. But yeah, so Meller had five. Sylvie's speechless. Oh, <laughs> man. I thought I chalked that up as a win. Damn it. Those hooks will kill you. Sylvie, you had four. Uh, Atlanta was the favorite in that game? Atlanta was. They closed as the favorite at minus one and a half when we picked I them. I think they even closed higher for some reason. Yeah, it got to three yeah, once the yeah. news that uh, Watson and Aaron Jones right, weren't that playing. that was it, yeah. Okay, because I was trying to think when we picked I got to go back to the tape because I thought when I picked <laughs> them they were gone. But okay, whatever. Um, and then Waddle got three. I got shut out last week. Wow. So right now, the okay. standings are Meller has nine, Waddle has eight, Sylvie has seven, and I suck. I've got one. One point. <laughs> wow. One on the year. One point. A lot of weeks left. All right, Meller, go ahead. All right, boys. For my like, I am going to start out in Detroit yep. and ride with the Falcons this week. Ooh. They're getting three points. You say, ooh, but the... Lions are quite banged up offensively. David Montgomery, doubtful. Big uh, Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown. He is. He was dealing with a toe injury, it looks like. And Josh Reynolds, their other receiver, has a groin injury. So I'm getting points with the Falcons, who I honestly think are a better team. I will go ahead and like the Falcons plus three. What does Waddle like, Jesse? Waddle likes Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes. He's going with his prop for his like. Now, that's all he gave me. I've got to give well, the explanation. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah? You, you have it wrong. What do you mean? You have it wrong. His like is Seattle, isn't it? No, his love is Seattle, according to your text. What am I looking at? What do you think? I can't read your text? Oh, boy. Tyler King. The, the game right. that Waddle gave it was, was different, but. You put love Se- Seahawks like Mahomes. All right. You're right. You are right. There on you that. go. Over two and a half. Maybe you screwed up my pick last week, too. Yeah. Well, I had yeah. too, so Tyler. I hope I screwed it up. I'm guessing he likes uh, Kelsey for a couple touchdowns, and then he finds one somewhere else. The Chiefs' offense hasn't really broken out yet. What an opportunity to do it against the Bears' defense. So All right. Over two and a half for, for Waddle. I'm going up Oa Meller on my like. I'm go- I like Detroit. I think uh, they're the much better team. And I know they may have injuries, and last week they ran into a pretty good Seattle team. Uh, Atlanta is 2-0, but I don't think that will travel 
to Detroit. I think uh, they get right in this game. I like Detroit minus the three. For my like, I'm going to go to the total in Bills and Commanders. It's 43 and a half. I'm going to go with over. I think both of these teams can put some points on the board. Yeah. We know what Buffalo can do, and we saw what Washington did last week. So I think that both of these teams could light up the scoreboard over 43 and a half. Eric Bieniemy uh, building up his stock early, right, as a play caller? Absolutely. A lot you, of people have questioned that, week. yeah. I'll throw a forewarning out there. Tropical Storm Ophelia is possibly going to play a role in that game, so... You may just want to check the weather before you go ahead and plunk down some cash there, Tyler. Just go play it. <laughs> good tip right there. Uh, my love, boys, Sunday night football has the Pittsburgh Steelers getting two and a half in Vegas against the Raiders. Listen, I know nobody loves what they've seen from Kenny Pickett, but he's gone up against uh, some pretty good defenses the last couple weeks. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers getting two and a half. I love it. Please. Thank you. Give me some more. I think they house the Raiders. The Raiders have been terrible too, haven't they? Yes, they have. What did they score last week? They Seven? did they they beat the Broncos though, right? In that first week, the first week. But That's last the Broncos. Week they, I, I know they played the Bills though last week. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm take give me points in the Steelers. Thank yeah. you. Waddle's love is probably more of an anti Andy Dalton pick. He is taking the Seahawks. Minus five and a half. I like that. I was thinking about that game as yeah. well. Against the Panthers. I mean, are you falling in love with Seattle because of what they did in Detroit? You know how this works. I think works. Seattle's still pretty good. Okay, five and a half with Andy Dalton starting for the Panthers. Waddle loves Seattle. I mean, look, this is not very original because this was my love last week too. But if it's if it's there, I'm going to grab the low-hanging fruit. Um, I gave this out last week. A lot of people thanked me. They've adjusted it by one yard. Last week, DJ Moore and his total for receiving was 42 and a half. He went over that in the first yeah. quarter. Yeah. His over this week is 43 and a half. First quarter, it was like the first four plays. It was a, yeah, right. And so it was the first series. Um, the Bears are going to be chasing the Chiefs. You know they're going to adjust. You saw the video yesterday, too, where they're like, who was it? Was it Devin uh, White? Is that who it was from Tampa? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who was saying they're using you wrong. He's pissed. Justin's going to want to keep feeding him. He's their best player. The They're going to get him the football, and they're going to be chasing, and they're going to be throwing the ball. So I'm playing it again. I would tell everyone to get on there. Again, go on your own discretion. Yeah. But I would say put a, put a couple of bucks down on DJ Moore over 43 and a half again this week. And don't forget, this is a week where Justin has said, I'm going to let it rip. I'm just going to go. F- I'm going to play. Right. F it. That's and you his know guy. That, right, exactly. If you're going to let it rip, you're going to let it rip to him. Yes. So I think he's a great play. I can't believe it's so low. 43 and a half. Like in a normal offense, he'd be it'd be like ninety six or something. Uh, of course, right? yes. And you, you should be throwing the ball a lot in this yeah. game. So I love one. DJ Moore over forty three and a half. You got to be feeling a lot better too about your season long play for DJ Moore, right? What do you? Well, have? Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, eight eight hundred point five yards. Okay. Uh, for my love, I am going to go up to Lambeau. Packers host the Saints this week and. I like the Packers. They are giving one point. They're a one-point favorite here, but I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers 
because defensively, I think they are going to dominate the Saints. I don't think the Saints have been anything special so far this year. Packers get their first home game of the year. Give me the Packers at home, minus one. Tyler, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw you over here because if I was playing with you guys, that would be my love as well. And you don't want to be on the same side as me. But so the you're hypothetical <laughs> plays are the ones that win. Right. I love Green Bay as well. That would have been, would have been my love pick for sure. Uh, and wrap us up with a taste here, Maller. Just a taste for me. I don't think they're a great football team, but I don't like what the Cleveland Browns are facing adversity-wise without Nick Chubb on a short week. The Tennessee Titans are getting three and a half. This is purely a play on the numbers. I think the Titans are going to be ready for this one. I will play the points for just a taste. Tennessee Titans in Cleveland. Waddle's taste is one of your picks, uh, Sylvie. He likes the Lions. Minus three, it sounds like, again, like you said, maybe don't believe in Atlanta so much. I actually like Atlanta a little bit. Yeah, I like Atlanta I feel a little like, bit, too. I feel like this game's too close to, to to take the Lions minus three. I just feel like it'll be close, but that's not that's okay. me. Anyway, his taste is Lions minus three. That's Waddle's pick. My taste is the Dolphins minus six and a half at home against the Broncos. Yeah, I like this. Uh, how, many, how many points did the Broncos allow last week to the Commanders? 35, was it? 35, okay, 33. Get a little of Tua in the heat in Miami. But you were talking about, uh, is, it, is the hurricane going to be uh, a factor No, it's, it's more the Carolinas and more, Buffalo, okay. so, so, so Miami up. should be fine. You know me with geography. <laughs> um, so I, I the Dolphins are great, right? They're yes. rolling right now, and Denver's... Up and down. We don't know what we're getting week to week from Russ. If you heard me in crosstalk, I think Sean Payton's overrated. So, well, I don't know about I'm that. Just, that's my opinion. I don't know how you he's he's one of the winningest coaches ever. Isn't that he? was like a decade ago. Okay, what, what did do he do mean, after a decade Drew? Ago? What did he do after Drew Brees retired? And I give him credit for coaching Drew Brees. I'm not saying he's terrible. I just think he's overrated. Anyway, I like your pick. Well, is what I mean, I'm saying. Most coaches do win because of great players. You know what I mean? Like, sure. what's Belichick doing? Sure. But he was supposed to go in there and change Russell Wilson and the culture and everything, and they're going to be 0-3. So I'm going uh, Dolphins, a taste of the Dolphins minus 6.5. And, a half. Uh, and uh, Tyler, with your one point, what do you got? By the way, uh, one of the best things about <laughs> Sean Payton and his uh, pro football reference page, if you go through like his tenure, the year he was suspended, remember he was suspended for a year? Right. In 2012. Yes. It gives you like the level the that they coached in. And he was the sixth grade coach. Remember, he was a sixth grade offensive coordinator that year. And it literally has sixth grade Liberty Christian, Texas. He was the offensive coordinator. There. That's, that's awesome. That year. Yeah. Um, so my taste here, I'm going to go to the same game Miller played. But I'm going to take the under in Titans and Browns. You lose your best offensive piece on one side with the Browns. Neither of these teams really score points anyway. Give me the under 39 and a half. Okay. There you go. Like it, love it. Just a taste of it. Uh, every week. And uh, we've got what to watch for next. That's coming up. And then we'll have some time to take some of your Bears calls at 5. If you missed the Matt Eberflus uh, press conference, he met the media today, talked a lot about Alan Williams. Or he fielded a lot of Alan Williams (laughs) questions. He didn't say a lot about Alan Williams. Whatever you missed, we will play, though, for you coming up at 5 o'clock. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. 
Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. What to Watch For brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Caller 10 wins right now. 312-332-3776. Like I just told you. I want to cook tonight. Just pop into Connie's. Enjoy. Maybe open a bottle of wine with that. You'll love it. 312-332-3776. Caller 10 wins pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza, the official frozen pizza of the Waddle and Sylvie show. You know how to play this game? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I you got a show week. for us? Well, it, it's, it's not exactly a show, but it's kind of a show. What do you I mean, mean, it's what? a little bit of a cop-out. It's not exactly a show, but it's kind of a show. Well, because he is a show, and I'm talking about prime time. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm all in on prime. I am all in. I would not watch Colorado football for all the money in the world, but this year, so I'm just telling people, it's 2.30 tomorrow. It's like a prime time slot in the afternoon. Last year, last week was 10 o'clock. Colorado at Oregon. I know Oregon's a huge favorite. Yeah. I don't care. I am not... Right. I'm not betting it. I don't care. I just want to watch Prime. And if he can pull off the upset, that whole thing's going to go to another level. So 2.30 tomorrow. Oh, if they win this game. I know. Yeah, especially without Hunter, right? I mean. Right, totally. It's, Oregon it's, it's going host, to be really tough. Oregon hosting Colorado. So to me, he's a show. So I qualify. A lot of these, uh, I think you work with one, Tyler. Um, I don't know if you're one of them, but a lot of these guys have been saying, they're not that good. They're not that good. I think this is the game. Like a lot of people are ready to pounce for Like I've just enjoyed the ride of, of watching him and being entertained. But I think a lot of people are ready. Like there are some people who want him to get beat, but I don't know why. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Tyler, are you? I'm not. No, no, no. I I have picked against Dion before, but I I think Dion is great for college football, and I I overall like Dion. I yeah. just think the roster is not as good as people think it is. I think Shea wants him to get his ass kicked. I mean, here's the point. Why is that? Shea wants to win Shea. his money back because yeah. he's lost money on betting against Colorado the first two weeks. He got his money back week three, but he wants to keep getting his money money back. I mean, I'll go back to week one. It was probably more about TCU than it was about Colorado. Colorado. They're not that good, and we all thought they were coming off the championship. So this week we'll find out if they're if they're good. They're, they'll they'll hang tough with Oregon. May not win, but if they cover the spread, that'll be a success. I think we kind of found that out against Colorado State, right? Doug gave out play middle. I played the middle Middle Tennessee game that right. Doug gave out. Doug yeah. said play Middle Tennessee against Colorado State this right. week. I played that while while he was on with us. Um, I gave sports last week. This is, like, again, I'm dwindling. I could use a few show recommendations. Well, they're on strike, so. Well, I know. Yeah. Soon it's going to get yeah. really bad. But there's still some new shows out there. I, I mentioned this in passing the other day, boys. Um, but I ne- I don't think anyone's given it out on what to watch for. It's the second show that is acted about the story, the Sacklers and the opioid ec- epidemic. Um, I've not is, seen any of that. This so. is on net, Netflix with Matthew Broderick. Um, it's called Painkiller. And I've started it. I'm on, I'm on episode two. I, I think it's a fascinating story on uh, the addiction. What's the, what is the uh, drug called that they, they would um, prescribe the painkiller? Um, not hydrocodone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coding? yeah. Hydrocodone? No, no, no not, Oxy? not that. Oxycontin. Oxycontin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That everyone, and, and um, it's, 
it it's very very interesting. I so and I watched one earlier um, that was equally as good. This the, you know this one's so far off to I mean it's a it's it's the same it's type heavy. of story, but it's, it's just it's a different angle they're yeah. doing it. Yes. So dope sick was the other one. Yes, little little Kev. I'm glad to see little Kev back in the Twitch chat. Little Kev, dope sick was very good. I think Michael Keaton was in that. Um, I haven't seen any of those, so it's probably the, a good recommendation. Both of those, so all that, um, and I'm on this one's on Netflix, and it's good. What are you guys watching for? This weekend, I mean, it's a fantastic college football slate. So 6.30 on NBC. It's the first time that NBC's gotten the really good game since they got this Big Ten package. But it is Notre Dame and it is Ohio State, two top ten teams. I'm really intrigued by this matchup. We've seen the line kind of flip around a little bit off of three and a half or three. But I think this is going to be the best game on a loaded college football slate. When is uh, college football tailgate on? That is on from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. Tune in for that. Maller, what do you got? Yeah, you know, I'm kind of with you, Sylvia. I don't have a whole lot of new series that have piqued my interest yet. So I'm going to go throwback here. You mentioned Matthew Broderick. I watched this last night. Not last Ferris night. Ferris Bueller's? No, no, no. Um, election, 1999, filmed by Alexander Payne. If, if people missed it or if you're maybe someone like Tyler's age, it's a, a movie worth your time. But also, I watched it last night, and this was actually my recommendation. I rewatched Get Out. Jordan Peele's oh, horror that's classic. Really My good. daughter loves that movie. Dude, and, and, I, and I, I saw it the first time and loved it, but had never actually gone back and watched it a second time. It is now streaming on Hulu, so if you are a Hulu subscriber, I recommend going to rewatch it because after you know what's happened, it's actually even better, I think. So get it, get out by Jordan Peele if you've it, never it, seen it's it. It's more of a, uh, it, it torments up here, right in the head. It's not like any sort of like... Correct, a, yeah. There's not like a whole lot of... Uh, gruesome stuff. No, correct. Yeah, it's definitely a mind F, if you will. Who's the actor who looks just like Joe Madden in that? Isn't uh, it? Yes, the dad. He, I, I don't know his name, but he, you're right. He does look exactly like Wait, Joe not Madden. not the guy from West Wing. What's his name? It's not him, right? I'm not oh, sure. what's his face? Um... You know, uh, I never watched West what's Wing. What's his name? Do you I got, need to go back and watch West, West Wing? Wing is, is that good. where? Yeah, West is that Wing was good. I do feel like though it feels completely different these days watching West Wing now Correct. versus when it was actually made. Right. It's a whole new era we're living in politically. That's true. But that's who you're talking about—the guy, the white hair. I think yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, he looks yeah. like Joe Madden. Sylvie's absolutely right, and I, he's I, got I the same remember. type of glasses. Yes, too, he does. Right. He does. Right. Yes, he does. All right. So there you go. What to watch for? Uh, again, brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. All right, let's get in our uh, our final Bears calls uh, of the work week. Because remember, uh, we'll, we'll take your calls all weekend. And uh, Bears pregame, where you're home for the Bears, we will take them in the pregame. We will take them at halftime. We will take them in the postgame all weekend. I'm heading to Kansas City with a family. I will be doing the pregame show from the booth, whether Thayer and Joniak really like it or not. Someone was Bring joking. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Someone was joking. I said to Thayer earlier, um, it, does the invitation still stand? He never really invited me. I invited <laughs> myself. I said, is it okay if I do the pregame from there? Because I want to go watch the game with my family at the game. Well, honestly, it's probably going to throw them off a little bit because that's usually where they are sitting. Right. And now they got to move for you for half well, an they, hour they or for two hours. They don't have to move. I mean, they just have to make room. <laughs> and it is a small booth is what they've been saying. So your final Bears calls, what do you want to see? Is there any way the Bears can, like, do some stuff without winning that would make you happy? Like, I know it is, like, such a 
minor league question. I get this. This is a big league town. And I want to read you something that I, that I sent out three years ago on this date that, will, that, that made me sick, actually, based on what's going on in our spo- sports world today. Um, that sort of reflects on this. 312-332-3776. Play what Matt Eberflus had to say today coming up next.